Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, it's C. Sparky Fiber, 1250 AM. The Fan, live from the Wendy's studios, being joined now by our guy, Brewers President of Business Operations, Rick Schlesinger, joins us now as we get ready for opening day coming up. Uh, well, eventually they'll open up against the New York Mets. Uh, Rick Schlesinger, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, what can you tell us uh, about opening day? If people want to, still some tickets left. We we just released some holds from some visiting team holds and some scout holds, and there's a, a, a decent uh, allotment going out today that I imagine will be uh, bought quickly. And some of them are in pretty good locations. So fans have uh, delayed purchasing opening tickets because of lack of availability or not wanting the right seat, they, they got an opportunity today. So I encourage everybody to go to Brewers.com and get the tickets, and we'll have a full house here for opening day. And you've also got a big grand opening of the Jay Leinenkugel's Barrel Yard uh, coming up as well, the restaurant out in left field. Yeah, we uh, spent a little off-season renovating it. We uh, have the brewery system all in there. We're going to be brewing special beers in there with our partnership with Leinenkugel's a great menu. It's going to be a lot of fun. Completely different experience. Grand opening is April 3rd. And again, it's one of the best views of the ballpark, but it's open year-round and looking for a lot of folks to enjoy the experience both during the game and on non-game days. And you got the Brewers Eve Bash. That comes up on the 29th. That's uh, coming up on Wednesday, 4.30 to 8 o'clock. Raleigh Fingers autograph signing from 5 until 6. Live music giveaways. Uh, and samples from the menu will be available. Did you have to, you yourself, approve every single menu item before it was allowed to go on the menu? Did you get to taste test all of it? I tasted a lot of things. My my uh, food habits are pretty pedestrian, so they don't want me the one picking the food. There's some good, you know, wholesome things like cheese curds and burgers with some really interesting specialty chicken dishes, other things. So it's it's a really great menu for people who want ballpark fare, but also people a little more adventurous. And the menu will change a lot, and the brewers will change. There's going to be a specialty beer just brewed here at the ballpark in that restaurant. I think there'll be two different beers a month, and again, only available here at the ballpark. So it's going to be sort of a fun experience to eat, drink, and watch the game. Uh, a fun experience that I'm looking forward to is, because I bought into it as soon as I saw it on Twitter uh, pop up, the Sunday Funday Bundle Best Value Pack uh, is amazing for families, and obviously I, I got kids and that whole deal, and it makes it very, very affordable. Tell everybody about the Sunday Funday Bundle that you guys got going on. Sure. For $59, you get four tickets, four hot dogs, four sodas, and a parking pass. So literally, a family of four can come and really have a great experience, hopefully watch a Brewers win for $59. And, and uh, again, we're trying to appeal to families who have, uh, you know, are cost-conscious and families got, you know, many competing needs for their money. 
And we know with inflation that uh, people's budgets have been a little bit hurt. We wanted to make sure that nobody was av- nobody could not come to the game because it was too expensive. So it's a great opportunity for people to enjoy the experience at a very affordable price. And going with that, you have the 414 menu. Yeah, we, we also wanted to make sure that for every fan who comes in, that there's concession items that are also uh, inexpensive. So uh, the 414 menu is something new for 2023. And again, we're looking forward to uh, hot dogs, nachos, Cracker Jacks, and 16-ounce soda. Each of those items $4. Again, it's, it's, it's going to appeal to kids, but uh, anybody who's looking for a value concession item, they'll be available at stand on all four levels of the ballpark. From a concession stand price, where are you guys uh, amongst Major League Baseball teams? Do you know where you guys rank as far as uh, price goes? Yeah, we're, we're probably right in the middle. We get data from Major League Baseball. We know our ticket prices are among the most affordable in baseball. Our concession prices, you know, depending on the item, but we fall right in the middle on average. Uh, so, uh, again, not too high, not too low, trying to both balance the need for driving revenue, but also making things affordable. We also have a very liberal in carrying policy for people, and we also do a lot of tailgating. So I know people here have a lot of different ways to eat and drink uh, before the game and during the game. But, uh, you know, we're, we're hearing loud and clear that if fans want more affordable concession items, so this is what we're doing with the Sunday Fun Day bundle and the 414 menu. Talked to Peter Fagan a month or so ago or something like that, and he was talking about from a Bucks perspective of the same thing you're talking about, of trying to make it more affordable for families and trying to figure out different ways to, to get more people in the Pfizer form. Is this a thing across sports right now, or is it a Milwaukee thing? No, I think it's definitely something across sports. So, you know, the Mets just introduced a $9 ticket for college students for yeah. a lot of their games. The reality is in baseball, we have, you know, a lot of games and a lot of tickets and it's a family sport. It's a sport that has to appeal to everybody. So, you know, while there are certain people who want to sit, you know, behind home plate and pay the more expensive rates, there's a lot of people who can enjoy the experience of the ballpark, have great sight lines, but pay a lot less. And and we always want to make sure that people can come to the ballpark and, and find it affordable and fun. And with our low ticket prices and just the overall low cost to attend and enjoy the game, we're trying to do just that. We want everybody to be interested in coming and not barred from coming because they feel it's too expensive. Talk with Rick Schlesinger, Brewers President of Business Operations here on 1250 AM. The Fan. Uh, uh, Rick, I want to get a couple of updates on a couple of different situations I think uh, have fans' interest. Uh, one, obviously, uh, is the lease situation uh, with American Family Field. Uh, and that coming up uh, in several years, but the conversation has already begun as far as getting more money for upgrades and so forth in American Family Field. Can you give us an update on where we're at with that? Sure, we are. I would say we're in the middle of the second inning uh, of the process, and you know, obviously, the governor introduced uh, a proposed legislation to add two hundred ninety million dollars to the uh, fund for the stadium district, our landlord, so that it can meet its obligations for the next generation. And we are talking with uh, leaders and officials from both sides of the aisle. It's going to take bipartisan approach to get this done. And there's a lot of discussion about whether or not the governor's proposal is the, is the optimal way. We are very pleased with the governor's proposal, but we're also very willing to explore ways that it can be altered, amended. We want to make sure that everybody feels good about this. You know, we, we keep saying we're, we want to be here long term. We're not asking for a return to the five county sales tax. We're only asking that our landlord have the money it needs to meet its obligations that are promised us and the fans back in 1996 when the ballpark lease was signed. 
Does this, is this going to feel like a stadium fight to the fans as we go through? I mean, you said we're in the middle of the second inning. I mean, I went through the up to 2, 3 in the morning with Robin Young and Bob Eucher and everybody else there trying to get the stadium approved. Uh, we watched Pfizer Forum uh, and that thing. That really was easy. I told Peter Fagan that might have been the easiest one I've seen. Uh, but for him, I, it obviously wasn't. He had to do a lot of lobbying, a lot of kissing a butt, and doing a lot of things to get that thing done. Is that kind of how this feels from your perspective, as far as all the things that have to get done and all the people you have to talk to in order to get this thing done? You know, whenever you're talking about using, you know, public resources and public funding, um, it's never simple and it shouldn't be simple and it should be hotly and appropriately debated. One thing different here is there's, there's no issue here about what the district's obligations are. I don't think anybody challenges that the ballpark is great and that the Brewers have done more than their, their share under the lease. Everybody wants to get this done. The, the devil's in the details, and how we get it done is subject to you know legitimate discussion and debate, and there's not one pathway that works. So what we're seeing here is, is different. Everybody has the same objective. They want the Brewers to be here long-term. They want the ballpark to be funded. They want the landlord, the stadium district, to be able to meet its obligations. How we get there, we'll figure it out, but I'm, I'm pleased that everybody shares the same objective. And my, my view is when everybody has a common objective, um, it's a lot simpler to get it done than fighting over whether the ballpark should be funded in the first place. So I'm optimistic that this will get done. How it gets done and the actual you know, specific legislation, that'll be in process. When this thing was built, the one of the big, argu- well, not arguing points, but one of the big selling points, I guess, from the Brewers was we need to have our luxury suites. We have none at County Stadium. That's the new wave and so forth. I feel like over the course of time, the key to success for you guys has been all about group sales as much as anything. You guys have converted some suites over and done some different stuff in group areas all over the stadium. Is that really kind of the key to success for you all now? Yeah, it's what we find is that there's not a way to success. You know, the premium spaces like suites and other areas are always going to be popular. Group spaces are always going to be popular. We need to appeal to every different kind of fan. So fans who come to season seat holders, fans who want a premium experience, fans who want a group experience, all that needs to be done. As the ballpark ages and evolves, the fans' taste evolves. And one of the objectives for the funding for the theme district is to make sure that you know, the ballpark continues to be state-of-the-art, first-class facility that evolves and meets the customer needs. We're, you know, We need a lot of people coming here. It's not just sweet holders, it's everybody. So we need, you know, 2.8 to 3 million fans a year to drive the revenue we need to field the teams we want to field. And and so we always want the ballpark to be in great shape. And it's a great public partnership we've crafted with the Stadium District for the first 23 years. Our goal is for the next generation to have that same partnership. And, and the district, frankly, needs the funds to make sure it meets its end of the bargain. Rick, uh, we got to talk about Bally Sports Wisconsin uh, and the TV deal going on, not only with you, but uh, with a lot of other people involved with the regional sports network around the country uh, as far as them possibly going into bankruptcy and so forth. What can you give us from that perspective? Yeah, obviously the, the economics of the you know the cable television model are much different now than they were 5, 10, 15 years ago. And, and Bally's is having financial struggles because the, the number of people – who are not subscribing to cable has decreased, you know, significantly. And the reality is it's a business that's evolving. You know, we're, we're sort of migrating into a digital world where people are going to be able to get games via streaming services, but cable is still viable. And there's still millions of people across the country who watch cable television and subscribe to cable. 
So the fact is we don't anticipate any interruption in our game broadcast, so our average fans will, will not notice anything different. They'll still get the Brewers games like they always have. The ultimate disposition of this space, however, will be determined by bankruptcy court and ultimately what happens. And I think over time, there's going to be a new model emerging where you're going to be able to get, you know, the games wherever you want, whenever you want. And and ultimately we want to do is make it as seamless for the consumer as possible. Right now there's a lot of rules about baseball and blackouts and territorial restrictions. We'd like to, you know, get through that and basically offer, you know, the Brewers games to whomever, whenever, and people should be able to customize their packages and viewing experiences. And that's ultimately where I think we're going to get to. I've got to ask this because I had this idea years ago and, and nothing ever happened with it. But then I saw the Cubs do the marquee network. Did you as the Brewers or you and the Bucks ever have conversations about having your own channel? Yeah, I mean, the economics of, of a regional sports network are, are you know challenging. And, and basically, what, the reason why it's difficult in Wisconsin is because the cost to operate a, a, a you know regional sports network are the same whether you're in Wisconsin, Illinois, California, New York. There's obviously somewhat differences, but the reality is expenses are expenses. But our television territory in Wisconsin is the smallest in Major League Baseball. So our revenue upside for operating a network is just you know capped by the number of households in the state. And the economics are challenging. And and right now that that you know the idea of forming a regional sports network um, is probably not not in our future. Uh, I think our future is, again, products where we have a streaming product, a cable product, a satellite product, uh, where, you know, Major League Baseball has a much bigger role and and hopefully um, can help facilitate through the transition as we move from Bally's to whatever comes next. As a Brewers fan, looking at salaries across baseball and and what the Mets are paying and the Dodgers are paying and, and then what some of the smaller market teams are paying, it gets frustrating over the course of time. Could this be a gateway to an even bigger uh, form of revenue sharing amongst all the teams involved in this because Major League Baseball gets involved? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a fair fair point. I mean, obviously, salary escalation is, is something that we're paying attention to, and it makes it our job more difficult. I mean, Matt Arnold will tell you that as salaries increase, uh, you know, the cost of keeping or retaining our best players becomes more difficult. And, and we've always had a situation where you just can't keep everybody. And we happen to have a lot of talented players who are deserving of big salaries, and it's just going to be hard to keep everybody. But obviously, we would like a system where we have a you know better than fighting chance to retain talent that we've developed or acquired through astute trades, rather than having them here just for a few years and leaving. So, whatever system we come up with, uh, you, you certainly won't hear me uh, complaining if there's more revenue sharing. Uh, but anything we can do to help competitive balance in the sport is a good thing, and it's good for both the big markets and the small markets. So, yeah, there's some work to get done. I'm, I'm optimistic that at the end of the day, baseball will figure it out. But in the short term, it makes our job more challenging to see the salaries escalate as they have been this offseason. Brewers open the season Thursday at Wrigley Brewers home opener Monday coming up uh, April 3rd against the New York Mets. Uh, and then, of course, uh, next weekend, it's the Cardinals in town uh, against the Brewers, the arch rivals, of course, of the Milwaukee Brewers. And lots going on that weekend as well. Yeah, we have a pretty full weekend. Friday uh, against the Cardinals, uh, April 7th, we're going to have a buy one, get one free beer to celebrate National Beer Day. Saturday is the Giannis uh, City Connect jersey. Sunday is autograph Sundays. Kids run the bases. And that Sunday fun day package of $59 for the four tickets for hot dogs, for sodas, and free parking. So, yeah, we, we expect some really fun things to happen at the ballpark. 
and this weekend is coming up before you know it. I cannot wait, man, for Brewers baseball. It is Rick Schlesinger. He is, of course, the uh, president of business operations for the Milwaukee Brewers and the mastermind behind everything that you see in American Family Field. I give him all the credit in the world every time I talk to him, and it will never stop. Rick, thank you so much for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.